0: RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. All right, Thursday morning, Perigo's Perspective morning on Reality Check Radio. The man himself returns. Lindsay, good to have you back. Good to be back, I think, (laughs) because each week I get more wound up than the week before. I'm starting to think we should call this Life, Liberty and Lindsay. (laughs) Uh, because I can see the land of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness disappearing before our very eyes. And it is evil, evil to its rotten core. And we just need to go on calling it out and doing whatever is in our power to resist and reverse it. And what happens when, I think you're referring to the United States, what happens when they are lost. What does it mean for the rest of us? Extinction. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's why I do get a bit wound up. We'll and my keep, voice trembles. Keep your blood pressure under control. Yeah, so I need to take extra meds for sure. <laughs> All right. As I do now, every time we talk, Lindsay, that floor belongs to you. And thank you so much for the floor. Actually, in spite of what I just said to you, the week began well. If ever there were an exemplar of keeping your head when all about you were losing theirs, it's Novak Djokovic. When all about him were losing theirs from Wuhan hysteria, he kept his and refused to take the poison. He was banned from America and Australia and started slipping from his number one world ranking on account of that. Still, he kept his head. I understand the consequences of my decision. And one of the consequences of my decision was not going to Australia, and I was prepared not to go. And I understand that not being vaccinated today, I, you know. I'm unable to travel to most of the tournaments at the moment. And And that's the price you're willing to pay? uh, That that is the price that I'm willing to pay. Ultimately, are you prepared to forego the chance to be the greatest player that ever picked up a racket, statistically? Because you feel so strongly about this jab? Yes. I do. But as things stand, if this means that you miss the French Open, is that a price you'd be willing to pay? Yes, that is the price that I'm willing to pay. And if it means that you miss Wimbledon this year, again, that's a price you're willing to pay? Yes. Why, Novak? Why? Why? Did... Because the principles of uh, decision making on my body uh, are more important than any title or anything else. Not only did Novak keep his head, but he kept the Wimbledon crown that's on top of his head for the seventh time. And on Sunday, he won Roland Garros for the third time and regained his world crown from the brilliant young Carlos Alcaraz, gratifying and edifying and reassuring about the state of humanity. Then, to tune into media hyenas losing their heads over Trump again. If these ridiculous, fry-quacking gargoyles had the slightest ounce of self-awareness, they'd beg humanity for forgiveness and crawl under a rock from embarrassment. But no, the hysteria has set new records. Biden has been bribed to the tune of millions of dollars by Ukraine, by China, by Romania, and by Russia. And they're just the cases we know about so far. On account of his being bribed, there's now a dreadful war going on. On account of his treason, America is about to succumb to communist China. The words do not exist to capture the evil of Beijing Biden the bastard. The treasonous media, however, lured him to the skies. Trump, like every president before him, takes a few documents home, as he's fully entitled to do, and the dementia of said media is limitless. Truly, as we speak, they are the fourth estate no longer, and the land of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is no more. But it could be that the stealing of the election from Orange Man Bad in 2020 was a blessing in disguise. When he won the 2016 election on a platform of draining the swamp, he had no idea any more than the rest of us, apart from the swamp creatures themselves, just how deep the swamp was, or how dirty. Who among us, who proceeds as a matter of course in good faith, could have imagined that Washington was actually run by monsters from a bottomless sewer? It was only when grotesqueries like Fauci and Soros displayed their hands and their vile faces, that we got an inkling. When people formerly classed as journalists lapped up the feces of the swamp creatures, we knew for sure the whole world had a problem. Jacinda Jackboot and her odious regime did to New Zealand what Beijing Biden has done to America, saturated us with woke fascist propaganda so that all sense of right and wrong has gone. Evil is glorified. Crime, brown supremacism, Islamo-terrorism, debt, bureaucracy, genital mutilationism, Orwellian propaganda in schools that children no longer, thankfully, attend. The substitution of squawking for human speech All of these are rampant. Health and housing, once the pride of labor governments, have collapsed. Harry Holland, Mickey Savage, Bob Semple, Peter Fraser, Walter Nash, and Norman Kirk must be rolling in their graves. And through all of this, present company accepted, there are no media. We know this now. Orange Man Bad knows it now. More than ever, he will keep his head, whether the hair on it is real or not, while all about him are losing theirs. If he gets a second term, he will surely, this time, truly drain the swamp. As he said to his supporters yesterday, I will completely obliterate the deep state. That way, we could get America and in its wake New Zealand back. I hope he picks as his running mate Tulsi Gabbard or Vivek Ramaswamy. The latter is running on a platform of, among other things, abolishing America's Department of Education. Now, that would be an advance. The week ended well, too, forgetting the new onslaught of Trump derangement. The magnificent John Ansell confronted a mass murderer and called him that. And New Zealand's foremost contemporary pianist gave a concert, a reminder of the joy of clean delight, the magnificent music of dead white males, the best kind of music now repudiated by the New Zealand School of Music. The concert concluded with Rachmaninoff's Etude Tableau Opus 39, number no. nine in D major. Here it is, played not by Michael, but by Freddie Kemps. Be warned, this is not your usual dreamy rack. It's more like boot camp, bracing, ideally suited to draining filth from swamps. CR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.